Hey everyone, Chad from the Jumpman Podcast here, and you are listening to our greatest hits, uh, the best bits of episode 0 through 30 as chosen by our jump interns. Uh, so thanks for listening, and uh, enjoy our greatest thunderdumps. Jumpman! In space! Okay, ready? Yeah. All right. I'm Chad. I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire. Fuck you. Start over. <laughs> All right, no, we'll keep going. We'll um, keep going. I'm Chad. I'm Ted Theodore Logan. Ah, asshole. <laughs> asshole. Okay, I'm. I'm sorry. Right, I'm, I'm Chad. We should be wild stallions. We're at the Outer Banks where there's actual wild stallions. That's true. That's true. Can yeah. we be wild ponies with huge cocks? <laughs> we definitely should be. Like, <laughs> like the one that took a shit on Dad's car last yes. night. <laughs> no, actually, we're not wild stallions. Well, maybe we'll be wild stallions for today, but we're really bad dudes. <laughs> we yeah. are bad dudes. For those of you that have only been listening to the last couple episodes, the reason we call ourselves the Jump Men is because it's the original name of Mario when he was against Donkey Kong. Mario That's right. Was. And and or Jumpman, this kick-ass Commodore 64 game yes, that we used to play. Exactly. So, there's a little uh, trivia there for you. Oh, wow. Because uh, this morning I woke up and, like, I couldn't, like, my throat hurt so bad I couldn't even swallow. And I was like, oh, this is so bad. And I figured, wow. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just, you know, I'll drink some orange juice and I'll take a shower and, you know, blow my nose a bunch of times. And I threw up in the shower. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which isn't as bad as, as you think, because, I mean, there's naturally water, and there's a drain. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like self-cleaning. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you, you told know, your wife that you vomited in, in the shower that she also uses yet? No, no, dude. Are you kidding me? We live like pimps. We got two bathrooms. <laughs> oh, I see. I got my own bathroom. I can throw up in it if I want. Oh, so there's, like, the sick bathroom and then, like, the nice one. No, mine is the nice one. I'm the only one that cleans my bathroom. <laughs> it's impeccable. And like I said, it's a self-cleaning shower, so it's like everything went down the drain. <laughs> wow. You know, and I've been in many a Boy Scout fight to realize that once every, once somebody gets hurt and a lot of people are involved, you're all in trouble. I just love the line, I've been in many a Boy Scout fight. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. shit. <laughs> Ain't nothing tougher than surviving a Boy Scout fight. <laughs> Dude, come on. It's Sorry. like... Fighting, fight, fighting your own troop versus fighting other troops as a unit. Once you've, once your uh, wrestle, wrestle uh, punches have been honed against your own. Hey, I've been That's in many, bo- I've been in many Boy Scout fights myself. I've never, just never admitted it. I've just never said Boy Scout fights, yo. Yeah, you see this? <laughs> you see the scar right here? Boy Scout fight. Someone whipped me with a square knot. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh shit, man! You see that guy, man? Crap. That's like the toughest motherfucking Boy Scout ever. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, you have to funny. be kind of tough it, to be a Boy funny. Scout, though. You can't, you can't in the woods at night when it's cold. So that's going to be cut. And you got to, you, you, there are, like, Boy Scouts do beat on each other. There's a lot of uh, pent-up teenage frustration. <laughs> that's true. And, like, why the hell are you in the Boy Scouts? Because you were a bad kid and your parents were like, well, that'll straighten them out. Yeah, that's true. It really is like a. It's like one of those like when Boy Scouts all get together in camp. It's kind of like those movies where like all those prisoners have been exiled to an island and they've got to like survive yep. by killing each other. That's what a Boy Scout campery really is. You just beat the mm-hmm. crap out of the other troops. 
<laughs> exactly. But it's so but it's so it's so awesome because like at after the the Boy Scout meetings every night, you know, you're you're wrestling with each other, playing like, you know, um capture the flag and beating the crap out of each other, not knowing that it was all training to kick the crap out of some other troop. This is true. It really does hone your skills and, you know, it toughens, uh, toughens up your body a little bit. You're right. It is, it is kind of like training because when you get to the, the scout jamboree, like during the daytime, you compete for ribbons and like fire making and uh, not skills. And at night, <laughs> at night, you compete for blood and honor. <laughs> and if you and if uh, and if you lose, then you double back around and you piss on their tents, which uh, I've done before. <laughs> 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 Nothing beats pissing on a tent. What you gonna do now, buddy? Yeah, so many. I marked so many tent. good Boy Scout stories. <laughs> it's true. Too Boy many. Scouts. Boy Scout really is a fight club. You're right. Ten percent of all Boy Scouts are like little goody two shoes, and the other ninety percent are like ex cons. <laughs> yeah, have been or sent going... there to like uh, straighten up or at least get out of their parents' hair like one weekend out of the month. <laughs> exactly, and that'll. And you know what I learned from Boy Scouts was never be a goody two-shoes or you will get your ass kicked. That's true. You have to win respect. You have to win respect. You have to become like a troop leader. You have to have the juice. Vehicles on Mars right now. Oh, this is true. Like like right now we've got the Mars rover. We've got the, it's named Opportunity. Mm-hmm. And uh, this just came out from NASA earlier today. The Mars rover Opportunity has spotted its first dust devil which wow. is a wind formation. Mm-hmm. Now, the opportunity has been on the planet's surface of Mars for six years, and it's now spotted a wind formation. Awesome. Well, Get back to me when you spot a big titty Martian. I mean, that is why they put Mars rovers on there. Everyone watched, everyone watched Total Recall as a kid. They grew up. They started working for NASA, and they're like, yo, yo, just in case. I mean, just in case, let's put a <laughs> rover on Mars and just see if we can see some big titty Martians. Oh, I, I just have one thing to say to that. What's that? See you at the party, Richter. Yeah, <laughs> Richter, they need air. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well, hologram. Uh, we had the, a lot of toys. Those that toys didn't suck. They didn't articulate. Science fair. You know, I don't. I yeah. don't feel bad at all for swindling Leah out of GI Joe cards because I feel like that's nothing comparison to you wrecking my toys yes. for stupid well, science fair. I didn't. Well, I didn't tell you about what actually happened to Captain Power himself. What? Captain Power. What I've kind of hinted at this. I've hinted at this over the years. I don't know if you repressed this memory or not, but I dangled Captain Power over your guinea pig cage one day <laughs> and i told you that i was going to drop captain power in there and your guinea pig was going to eat him and to prove that i would do it i i actually did i dropped him in there and then i forgot to take him back out and the next day the captain power's legs or his feet and his hands were chewed off and your <laughs> guinea pig was dead you <laughs> what you killed my guinea pig with yeah. captain power Captain Power killed your guinea pig. You it was jerk. You poisoned my guinea pig. <laughs> no, dude. Dude, Captain Power and your guinea pig fought to the death, and it was a tie. <laughs> you are an asshole. <laughs> I can't believe. I know. I never found out how that one died. I was just well, thinking well, yeah, about yeah. that. You know? Hey, the longa longa. my belly. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I want a fat action star. Because you know what? Man, fat action stars would be awesome. First of all, mm-hmm. it's like I, I want to see someone fight them 
hand-to-hand combat. You're going to punch them, and fat doesn't hurt, right? Because I've punched fat people before. Yeah. If you punch them in the fat, it doesn't even hurt. Yeah, I saw I saw Wolverine the movie. You yeah, can't blob. you can't punch the blob. Yeah, you can't. No, thanks, drop the blob. If you get lucky, you'll hit them in the nose. But let's face it, you don't have a good reach because they got so much fat around them. That is true. So, and, and you know, like, one fat finger equals two of your fingers. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like I said, anyone that's listening here that's a little portly or overweight, that's okay. I'm not ripping on you. I'm serious. I want a fat action star, and I want him to get laid. Well, what about what about Jack Black? He's kind of fat. But not a fat chick that gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ew. Sorry, ladies. Sorry. Oh, wait, so, a, so uh, <laughs> I want a svelte 125 pounds. All the fat better be in your ass. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. so you, you want an action star to walk into some hot chick and be like... Hey baby. hey baby, and then wait, and then lift, and then lift up his giant girthy stomachs to un- unveil his penis. Yeah, I, no, no, I want to be like, yo, baby, I just shot twenty guys in the face and ate a Twinkie. Now let's play <laughs> find my penis. That is true, and that's saying something, and on par with the He-Man Christmas special. Well, nothing, nothing tops the He-Man. Nothing tops Skeletor with, with the face turn at the end of the He-Man movie going. I must. Uh, I don't know why, but I must save the children. That's right. So he became, Skeletor uh, kind of became like Santa. And He-Man's like, well, it's the spirit of Thanksgiving, asshole. No, He-Man was like, work for me. <laughs> I'm super serial about this. Yeah, the Matt Damon even has a, he has a new movie coming out. It's like, oh, it's all, it's screw all that. I'm not going to watch that. He's a psychic. <laughs> I'm Matt Damon. I can read minds, but I don't want to. But we need you to, Matt Damon. But I said I wasn't going to do it. We need you to do it one last time, like those bank robber movies when they said, I'll rob one last thing, like the Ben Affleck movie he just did. <laughs> Matt Aww. Damon's like, okay, I'll read one more mind. Well, help me. All oh, bad things happen, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching that. Matt Damon's a psychic. Ugh. I'm a psychic too. That movie sucks. Whoops! I yeah. predicted it ahead of time. But I, I figured you know like why? fast zombies. It was only going to be a matter of time. You know. You know why? Why Jason started started walking slowly in the movies? Uh, why is that? Because the guy that played Jason was actually Steven Seagal, <laughs> <laughs> and he was really fat. And he was like, "Let's make it so Jason walks to everyone." <laughs> They're like, well, we kind of need him to run, chase people. And no, no, it'll be, it'll be scary if he walks with, like, a donut in his hand. That's right. <laughs> and he only kills people next to McDonald's. <laughs> That'll be donut the next man. one. Steven Seagal was Jason from Jason 3 to 8, and he was Jason. And that's why he got slow and fat, because Seagal was like, I'm not running anywhere. I look like a weirdo when I run. I'd rather be eating. I heard. Uh, I heard before before they did the one where he runs. Uh, Steven Seagal pitched a Jason movie, and it was called uh, Jason Goes to White Castle. Yes, Jason goes to White Castle and makes the employees his sex slaves. Oh. <laughs> like Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal is having a huge major comeback. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's getting in trouble for having sex slaves. But um, <laughs> yeah, 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 sex slaves. <laughs> but hang on, yeah. hang on. Let's, let's gloss over that. Let's gloss over that part. Which, by the way, Inspector Gadget and Penny. This is back in the '80s, and every time Inspector Gadget, he doesn't solve the day. He doesn't save the day. Penny does, and Penny has this computer book, aka a Mac laptop, <laughs> a MacBook with internet wireless, yeah. so she can look up every all the crimes <laughs> and call the police. Talk about ahead of his time. She yeah, had dude. a MacBook with internet wireless in the 80s, and she solved crimes with it. 
That's amazing. She must have. She must have like deal with the devil or aliens or somebody gave her like future tech. She's from the. She's from the future. She kind of looked like Hannah Montana. Oh yeah. She's time warped twenty years back. She's like, I'm gonna go twenty years back with my future technology and whoop ass of crime. Yo, that's what we need to do. We need to make a show where somebody just has like regular old 2010 technology goes back twenty years. Oh man, that would be great. You'd be like, hey, check this guy's out. I could turn off any TV with this clear. Oh my god! Magic! I, I've always wanted to do that, but I could just do that right now at an Amish community. <laughs> Yo, check this That's out. Right. It's, uh, it's, I take my garage door opener and be like, watch this. Oh, open door! <laughs> Man, I'd go on a date with an Amish girl in a heartbeat and she'd just be amazing. I'd get like the clapper lights. Let there be light! <laughs> oh my god! I'd just like, blow away Amish girls. I think great. So. I think so too. I'd be like, "Yo, how fast does your horse and carriage go? Five miles per hour? Yo, check this out. Eighty in my car. <laughs> Yo, how many miles per gallon do you got in your horse? Yo, but I think there's one thing Amish people always beat us at, and that's having dirty sex all the time. <laughs> Yo, they don't have any distractions. They don't have any technology. They can just bump and grind all day long. <laughs> no, no, they they're like, first I must plow my fields for twelve hours, then I must plow my wife for two. <laughs> It's just the dutiful thing. And then they make sweet-ass pies. Fuck yeah. They used to go to our, our local auction every year, every Wednesday, and they'd make awesome pies like apple, strawberry rhubarb, mm-hmm. whooping cough, like all these great flavored pies. <laughs> and, and, and bread pie, puppy farm pie. <laughs> it was awesome. Tuberculosis pie. <laughs> uh, never shave pie. Yeah, it was awesome. Ne- neck beard pie. It was amazing. Oh, by the way, we uh, our brother Jared... With under the advice of me, um, <laughs> bought my dad the best Christmas gift ever. It, it's a it's a container <laughs> of dominant buck urine. Yes, a buck is a male deer, kids. We we my dad now is the proud owner of a container of dominant buck urine. I love that it wasn't just called deer piss; it was called dominant buck urine. <laughs> like, we put this on they... you, and you're the fucking man, deer. <laughs> Like, all the other, like, female deer smell like, whoa, that is an aggressive man. No, all the female, and then all the old Scottish deer would be like, you're the man now, deer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was funny because we actually didn't know whether or not to give it to dad as a Christmas present or put it on your jacket before going <laughs> uh. out to get Christmas trees. We're like, well, we could put it on Chad and Z's coats, and then they would get <laughs> raped or attacked by deer when they went onto their, <laughs> onto their walk in the woods. Stupid. Yeah. All right. Move, m- moving on. Yes. So let's talk about the last year. I mean, we're in a new year now. Yes. Anything could happen. Anything at all. But I want to talk about the best stuff that happened in 2010. Okay. I will. I will tell you the best thing that happened was I ran the Boston Marathon, bitches. Wow. And I did it two minutes faster than Shia LaBeouf ran the LA Marathon. So suck it, Shia LaBeouf. Hell yeah. Good job. I'm better than you in the marathon running, and I would have been better if they had casted me in Transformers. <laughs> I think you could have played Megan Fox's role pretty well. Oh, you're just a bastard. Like, I was in the same room with greatness today. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, usually I am when I'm just in the bathroom looking at myself. <laughs> but I was in the room with other greatness. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I just interject? Yeah, Eric's been up here uh, for a day. And I in learned, New York City! And I, and I learned day one, as he's in our apartment, that uh, Eric likes to laugh at his own farts. Yes. <laughs> but unfortunately for Eric and everybody else, you can hear a pin drop in the in like uh, in two rooms over my apartment. Yes. So so apparently the the ladies of the household hear this. 
<laughs> yeah, and by the way, hide your Tupperware because I saw uh, there, every time there's random Tupperware lying around, I grab it, fart in it, put it back in its uh, place. Oh God, was saving some. I'm saving some of that. And I changed your screensavers too. They're awesomer now. I put Ninja what? screensavers on your computer. Good, thank God. It was about time. Yes, I'm destroying New York City. Time for Christmas confession number one. Okay, These are all my right. Christmas confessions. <clears throat> Bring it on. Oh, Chad, I once took a, a, a Christmas cookie and frosted it with ranch dressing <laughs> to look like look like frosting, oh. and gave it to you and watched you eat it. And you chomped about half of it, and then immediately ran to the bathroom to puke it out. <laughs> wow, I remember that wasn't too long ago, actually. No, it was probably three years ago. It was uh, ranch yep. dressing, not actual uh, <laughs> cream cheese frosting. <laughs> well, pro- proving once again, I will put anything in my mouth that uh, my brother gives to me. Wow, this podcast got even gayer. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. Mission uh, accomplished. I'm officially bored now, so here's another <laughs> Christmas confession. Okay. These are my Christmas confessions number two. Mm. Um, once upon a time, I was making snowballs, and I mixed deer poop into the snowballs and hit you and your wife with them. No. Uh, why is it always with poop? <laughs> the official term for a deer poop-filled snowball is a chocolate chip cookie, by the way. <laughs> and I nailed you and your wife with chocolate chip cookies a couple of years ago. That's great. Wow. And that and that's the reason why she never goes with us to get Christmas trees. Thanks a fucking lot. That's actually when I hit her. <laughs> was, was uh, you guys. The, was, whole, uh, the whole time, the, the whole time building up to going to get the tree, she was like... She was she was fearing getting hit with snowballs because she didn't have siblings growing up. Then when we get out there, she's just like, "Chad, you have to you have to protect me. You you can't let them hit me with anything." I'm like, "Oh, it's okay." Then it happens, <laughs> and you guys hit it with fucking deer poop. Yeah. Yes, it's all natural. <laughs> you guys are bastards. Well, what can I say? <laughs> yes, we are. All right, it's time for come another on. Christmas confession. When we go to church every year on Christmas Eve, we always sing the song Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And uh, I always change the lyrics and sing them out loud at church to see if anyone will notice. So like last year, I was like, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. The guy in front of me is really fat. (laughs) (laughs) Hark the Herald Angels Sing. The old lady next to us made a pass at me. <laughs> and we we just keep singing louder and louder, but no one has yet caught on. Or they're just too embarrassed. That's funny. Yeah, what are you going to do? Call out the person who's making fun of you in front of everybody during the song? No, just during the peace be with you part. They go to shake your hand and be like, I know it. I heard what you said. <laughs> you suck. Peace not be with you. There, I oh, said it. Damn. Boom. Wow, wow, WWJD, man. Mm. I have no idea what that means. Uh, what would Jesus do? I mean, come on. What would Jesus do? I mean, Jesus probably pulled some pranks on some people. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm dead. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not dead. <laughs> ah, right. I fooled you. You guys got punked. <laughs> ah, I was hiding in this cave the whole time. Oh, Booyah. <laughs> Good old wacky Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we have 60 seconds uh, on each topic, and then the other person responds. All right, okay. first one up. 
The kimono, the kimonito kick, the midget, the midget kick. Yes. Go. Midget wrestling is awesome, but it's even better when a midget wrestles people that aren't midgets in the ring. Boom! There was this dude. There was this midget in the ring, and he was dressed up. It looked like a gummy bear fucked a popple, because he was like wearing this like, <laughs> like this blue and yellow Ewok costume, <laughs> and he was standing at the corner of the ring, and this guy did like the. Uh, like, did the Rey Mysterio 619 kick on him, and he just went flying through the air and landed in the audience and then hit another wrestler. And it was just so funny because he didn't see it coming, and he kicked him, and he, he just his body was limp and did, like, a flip in the air. It's just, like, kicking a stuffed animal. I loved it. All right. Uh, I'm going to agree. I'm going to – I knew I knew that – I knew that that uh, the midget kick would make you laugh uncontrollably, <laughs> but awesome. I think I think not, not only is it super funny, you know that that the guy gets kicked kicked from behind seemingly unknowingly, and that he's kind of dressed like a green monkey, but that the midget got turned into a projectile, <laughs> yeah. like he became this big lumpy projectile and just like destroyed the other wrestler that was uh, <laughs> that was uh, its intended target. I think it, I think I think it should happen more, and I think it should happen in the WWE. Main time, prime time, midget kicking. And I even watched it in slow motion, and now I know exactly where to kick uh, a smaller person in stature to make them fly like that. You have to kick them just where the ass meets the spine. <laughs> it will, it will perfectly send there. them head over heels into a crowd somewhere. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. Like, I will always have a soft spot in my heart to watch other people get hit in the nuts. But, however, once you become an adult... You have a slight shift in humor, just like you have a slight shift in your taste buds and stuff like that. When you're an adult, mm-hmm. it's more fun as an adult to watch someone get hit in the face than really? it is in the nuts. Oh, yeah. Like, getting it, like I still enjoy watching someone get hit in the nuts, but, I mean, I've been hit in the nuts many times, and it's crippling pain. you got, like, seven seconds to realize what's about to run up on you, and then you're just down. And, you know, mm-hmm. once you become an adult, though, when you watch people get hit in the face – that's the new nut shot as an adult. I mean, nut shots are still good, but face shots are awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you the most scariest thing in the 80s, but i got to give you the runner-up, which was the electric grandmother. Oh, my God. If you ever saw this movie, this late, these people, I think they like lost their dad or something, and they gave them an electric grandma. She was a robot, and you don't know that she's a robot for half the movie until finally you go by and she's in a rocking chair and she's plugged into the wall. <laughs> She's plugged in the wall. Anyways, it was creepy. It was weird. And at the very end, they showed the kids 20 years later, and the electric grandma was still rolling. She she was ahead of her time. She came up before Terminator. So she was creepy, and I had to watch it in library summer camp. Oh my God. You heard that right. How did, how did the kids survive? Because I, I, I remember this movie. I only remember one scene in that, like, the electric grandmother serving them breakfast, and she points at a cup, and her finger breaks open, and, pour, yes. and orange juice pours out of the finger hole. I think the movie ends where the electric grandmother tried to give them a bath. <laughs> it just electrocuted the shit out of them. <laughs> See, I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say, like the electric grandmother is like, "Okay, kids, now there's three of you, and grandmother needs blood to survive." <laughs> I think at the end, grandmother was like, "All right, good night, Sarah. Good night, uh, good night, Andrea. Good night, John Connor." <laughs> Electric Grandma fucking got you, man. Oh, They're like, damn. why do we send an Austrian robot that wears sunglasses back to kill John Connor? Let's send an Electric Grandma. Yeah. No one suspects the Grandma. No way. They'd be like, oh, Grandma, she's so yeah. cute. Let's invite her in. Tuck little John Connor in the bed. 
Oh, she, she doesn't. She doesn't know current events. It's not because she's yes. from the future. She's just old. Yeah, she kills him. Yeah. And then you put this video on, and I'm just gonna like talk through it right now as as it plays. And it's it looks like it's in some Asian country. And this person, there's a security camera. And there's a person walking and getting into an elevator. And you just see some time code, and you can see the reflection in the elevator of like other people hanging outside the elevator and stuff. You don't really know where it is. And then the lady pushes the button to close the door, and as she's closing the door, this guy on a motorized little scooter wheelchair tries to get in, and it closes before he can get in, and he rams into the door. Now, the elevator goes down to wherever its destination is, and this guy is just sitting waiting, and then he gets pissed, and he rams the elevator door, and it opens a little bit, and he backs up, and then he rams it again, and he goes through the elevator, and he falls down the elevator shaft in his motorized wheelchair. <laughs> And you know what? <laughs> Serves them right. That's what I'm saying. It's just like you thought you thought you were tough. You thought you could ram the elevator with your motorized scooter. Well, guess what? <laughs> he, he he doesn't realize that the car has gone down to some other floor. He just thinks he can ram the door and it will open and then he'll be in the elevator and then the door opens. <laughs> And there's this moment, there's this moment where the first, the two front wheels go go through. The two front wheels go through, and mm. it's like hanging there in limbo. And at that point, you think he probably realizes that he's taken the elevator shaft to hell and that he's about <laughs> to die. But yet, his hands do not leave the steering wheel. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's and committed. Then he, and then he plummets. And it's okay to laugh because you don't see where he ends up. Like, you don't see his, his crippled body. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, floors below. You just see him <laughs> disappear and ride his wheelchair into the darkness of oblivion. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I will say, I will say this. That guy got what he deserved. You know, you can't. I mean, it's one thing to ram an elevator door. I mean, I can't believe, for one, that he was able to like break the door and fall through. I mean, that's just crappy craftsmanship, right there. Oh, oh but, man, I'm crying. But but the <laughs> the tears of joy. But uh, but the the fact that he rammed it caused some damage and then was like, yeah, I'm a badass, and decided to ram it once more. He got everything that he got oh. at the bottom of that elevator shaft. Oh, my God. And the best is, like, you can see the reflection of other people who are outside the elevator just watching this, and no one mm. moves. <laughs> they just kind of look <laughs> over and go, oh, my God, I watched it again. He fell down the shaft in his car. I'm, t- his I'm telling you. <laughs> um, like this this is like this has got to be like a new meme like if if this thing doesn't have like 10 million hits you know by uh by tuesday i will be very surprised oh my god <laughs> i just can't stop watching it it gets funnier every time i mean he's probably dead but what a way to go i mean he went out on his own like he chose that path it's not like he accidentally got hit by a car or something he chose to fucking cruise down that elevator shaft <laughs> He went out the way he wanted. He needed to catch that elevator. Oh, no. Oh, no. He he caught it. (laughs) I only wish then we could cut to a video security camera inside the elevator, (laughs) like, (laughs) ramming the top, and everyone in the elevator looking up like, oh, shit. (laughs) You know what? Maybe maybe he burst through the top of the elevator and somehow, like, nailed the woman and kind of ramped out the doors as they were opening up and was like, oh, yeah. 
I guarantee you this 10-second elevator, 40-second elevator clip is better than that whole M. Night Shyamalan elevator movie that just oh came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is right. brilliant. Oh, just, could this be? Could this be viral marketing I for that awful again. movie? <laughs> I saw it again. He just, he just. Oh my god! <laughs> he just it's rammed it again. It's so funny. Like the first time it pushes a little bit, you think he'd understand. Like I don't understand. Like I can see through the elevator, and I can see through the glass that there's no elevator there. <laughs> he just. No, he had, to, he had to be a badass. He's like, oh, it's you and me, elevator. It's on now to the death. Alrighty. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening to our greatest hits. The uh, best we had to offer, I guess. <laughs> uh, Thunderdumps for the first 30 episodes of the Jumpman podcast. Big shout out to all the jump interns who worked on all these uh, greatest hits. You know, Victor, Jonathan, Casper, you guys know who you are. Uh, so uh, please check us out every single week. We're the Jumpman Podcast. You can check us out at jumpmanpodcast.com. We're also at retrowaretv.com, elder-geek.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And, uh, yeah, and <laughs> what used to be Stitcher Radio and a bunch of other places. So thanks so much, everybody, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye.